BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ride along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels. It's driving in heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's show, I talked directly to General Motors about their new OnStar insurance program. Using data from your vehicle along with OnStar insurance can help save you money on your car insurance. Then we'll hear from Ford Motor Company. With all the college basketball games going on, Ford has found a fun way for car and truck enthusiasts to participate with their Ford Frenzy vehicle bracket. So let's get started with the president of OnStar Insurance Services, Andrew Rose. Well, Andrew, I got to start off by saying congratulations. I mean, this seems like something that, you know, like sliced bread. We should have had it for a long time ago. We agree. We agree. And and in, in the reality of it is GM has been in auto insurance before, um, but this is us returning to this space. And we think with an opportunity to really do something different, to bring great value to, uh, to customers uh, out there, a more secure, a fairer, a personalized uh, product that uh, is going to be based on how you operate your vehicle and give you the benefit of good driving. Well, go ahead and tell us about it. I mean, congratulations on Star Insurance. OnStar Insurance. Uh, we, we launched our first state, Arizona, uh, back in November. Uh, we're proud that we're already in six states. We'll be in nine states by the end of uh, March. And OnStar Insurance aims to do just as I said, bring a different kind of insurance product. I mean, insurance is an odd product. You're forced to buy it. You're not going to be able to get off the lot without having that vehicle uh, insured. And so from that standpoint, you want to make sure that you not only are paying the least amount you can, but you also want to make sure that you get the best product you possibly can get as well. So that if that moment ever occurs when you need it, we're there for you. So you said OnStar is different from other insurances. Tell us about that. Well, we come from General Motors. Um, and now, while we'll insure non-General Motors vehicles, um, we have an advantage when it comes to those GM vehicles because we know the, how they're operated. We know the safety features. Um, there's a lot of synergies now with all the technology that goes into vehicles with insurance. Um, if you're a good driver or if you're, like a lot of us now, working from home and not driving that much, shouldn't those behaviors be rewarded? Well, those are the things that OnStar Insurance is looking to do to bring to the market to let you take advantage of your good behavior or the fact that that vehicle is just spending a lot more time in your driveway. Wow. So does it actually um, calculate that? I mean, like I used to have a commute of just over 70 miles a day. 
So now that I'm just walking from my bedroom to my office, you know, that commute has really gone down. So is it going to calculate that and take my insurance down? It will over time. Um, So our our insurance certainly uses miles driven. And so the fewer miles you drive, um, the lower your prices can be. Uh, But long term, we want to make it more than just about how many miles that you drive, but how you drive those miles, always with your consent. It's one of the, you know, the core things for General Motors and and us at OnStar Insurance is that data is only used with your permission. But if you know you're a good driver out there or you know that you're not driving as much as you used to and you want to take advantage of the savings opportunities that are there, this might be the insurance product for you. That is so cool. I mean, and I like the fact that you also offer it to non-GM vehicles as well. We recognize that sometimes people might put a non-GM vehicle in their driveway. We, we're not going to hold that against them. Uh, but the reality of it is, is there's lots of driveways out there with General Motors vehicles and then other makes and models. And we want to make sure that we can insure the entire garage. And then the reality of it is your home, if you're a renter, your, your, your rental place as well, or your condo. Um, it's a holistic solution. You can bundle your auto and home and get extra discounts. So how does it work? Do I just get into my vehicle and push the OnStar button? Well, you can. If you push the OnStar button, you're going to connect to OnStar from, uh, from that standpoint. And OnStar will connect you to the OnStar insurance agents. Um, and that's where you can get your quote. Or um, oftentimes it's a whole lot simpler just to go to OnStarInsurance.com and start the quoting process yourself. We've made it simple and easy. You can enter a few pieces of information. Then a lot of the details can be pre-populated for you. In a matter of moments, you'll have your price, you'll have your value proposition, and hopefully we'll be able to save you some money. Wow, that, now that's cool. So I mean, is it all done over the internet or phone or are there local agents around? They're not local agents. Uh, this is one of the things that uh, we, we've recognized is more and more people want that digital solution. Uh, and so from that standpoint, you can get it on the web, you can get it on the phone, we're going to have it integrated into our app as time goes by. We want those digital lower cost solutions. But if you need somebody, you have that uh, dreadful claim that may happen, um, there's always somebody there for you. Yeah, no offense, Andrew, but you know I'd rather do it over the web. That's perfectly fine as well. And as, as you look in the future as well, so you, you say you want to do it over the web. Well, we can't do this today, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you an imagined future that we're working towards. Instead of you having to do anything, if you're an OnStar subscriber, you know what happens if you get into an accident. You get an immediate inbound call to make sure you're okay to dispatch first responders. That's part of GM's safety and security message. Well, we can deliver a similar service. If we know, and and this is in the future, if we know that an accident has occurred, wouldn't it be nice if we got your vehicle towed to the right place where you wanted it to be repaired right up front, that we pre-ordered those parts, thus shrinking the amount of time you're gonna be without your vehicle. Wouldn't it be nice to get a vehicle that actually matches the vehicle you were just driving. Nobody wants to move from a beautiful suburban to a subcompact. You know, that's not what they want. So we can match that up. And you can imagine if it's one of those really bad accidents and your vehicle's totaled, we can hopefully dramatically reduce the amount of time that you're without your vehicle and get you hopefully into a new GM vehicle very quickly by going through that total loss process automatically. I want to take every bit of work I can out of your hands. Make it better product. 
Andrew, you have just sold me. I've only been in two accidents my entire life, which is amazing because I'm only 21. But anyway, um, it's it's such a hassle because you know you got to call the tow truck yourself. Um, then they make you name where you're taking it to, and you're like, well, I don't know what's around here. And then of course you're without your car, and are they using you know genuine parts or are they using you know um, you know non genuine parts? And now your car isn't it safe? I love it. Well, and that's what we want to do. We want to give you that peace of mind. It's a strange product, as I said. It's one of the few products that both the buyer and seller hope it's never used. But if you have to use it, that's when we have the opportunity to deliver on that value proposition. And we want to make it a claims experience like none other. Uh, we want to make it so that once you've gone through an OnStar insurance claims process, you'll never leave because you never want to go back to the experience that you just described. Yeah, that is just absolutely nuts. You know what just occurred to me? You know, most vehicles now have all of the cameras to help with driving and driver assist. Could those cameras in the future maybe be used if you so happen to be in an accident to take pictures of the accident site? Oh, you're talking about the future I can't wait for. Um, but again, let, let's start first with the only if the customer wants us to. Um, you're correct. There are more cameras being placed around vehicles all the time. There's some incredible technology. If you get into uh, a modern GM vehicle, the 360 surround view when you're backing around and you can see everywhere on a little video screen here. I, I don't know how they make all that magic happen, but it's awesome. So it would be fantastic in the future. Can't promise it yet because there's a lot of work that has to go there, but your mind is right where mine is. Oh, oh so you can't name it after me? I, I didn't say that. Yes, I've got a chance. I've got a chance. <laughs> so for non-GM owners, where do they go to learn more about the insurance? Well, for GM owners and non-GM owners, OnStarInsurance.com. Um, it's where you can learn all about the program. And if you don't have GM vehicles, there's still the opportunity for great service and great savings. We just hope that along the way, we'll convince you that the safety features that you can get with the GM vehicle and turn you into a convert. Well, and I like the fact that you can bundle everything too, because that's just one less hassle. All the cars, all the home, if you're a renter, if you're a condo owner, all those things, let's make it simple and easy in one place so that you don't have to worry about things. That's what you're ultimately looking for is save some money. That's another key part of this equation. We gotta make sure we're saving you some money there as well. But OnStar Insurance wants to deliver on the full package for you. Now, you said you're going to be in nine states soon. What, what are those nine states? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot here. So we're live right now in Arizona, Illinois. We're in Colorado. We're in Iowa, Ohio. We're going to be in Nebraska and several more. The reality of it is, is I don't want to constrain our geographic footprint there because we're going to be coming to your home state very, very soon, sometime in Q2. And if everything goes to plan for us, by the end of this year, will be nationwide. And so the reality of it is, is if you come to onstarinsurance.com and you find out we're not there, check back again soon. We'll send you an email, sign up for the alert for when we come to your state. OnStar Insurance is gonna be across the country by year end. And you are moving fast. Do you even get to sleep? Ah, sleep's a luxury, we'll do it later. <laughs> Well, Andrew, I, I just think this is a fantastic service. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, we just want to encourage everybody on starinsurance.com. It's our opportunity to show you if we can save you some money and then deliver 
on the fantastic service that you come to expect from GM. We're going to focus on giving you a secure experience, fair and personalized prices, and make the whole process easy along the way. I love it. it. You know, one other thought occurred to me. You said if I were to buy a GM vehicle off the lot, am I able to hook up with insurance right then and there? If you want to, this is the beautiful part. While you're filling out all that paperwork, right on your phone, on starinsurance.com, you can sign up right then and there. We'll help you get off the lot. <laughs> Andrew, you are awesome. Thank you again to Andrew Rose for joining us. When we return, we'll hear from Ford Motor Company about the Ford Frenzy vehicle bracket. Now, Ford has selected 64 of their hundreds of vehicles, all the way from the Model T to current models to compete for fan favorite. So get ready to fill out your bracket. We'll talk to Ford Archives and Heritage Brand Manager Ted Ryan next on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home to move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. And in this segment, I'm talking to Ford Archives and Heritage brand manager, Ted Ryan. Ford wants to know what your favorite Ford vehicle of all time is, and they're making it fun by creating the Ford Frenzy Bracket. Just like you may have filled out a bracket or three for the college basketball games, Ford has pitted 64 of its vehicles from the Model T all the way to the latest models. Will Bronco Nation help the Bronco 2 win? Or maybe European votes will carry the transit all the way to the championship. You gotta play to find out. Well, let's go ahead and get into it because, uh, you know, with uh, all of the basketball going on here in March, you guys have pivoted and decided to do your own bracket. And is this the first year? Because I don't remember it before. 
This is the first year we're calling it Ford Frenzy. Hopefully we're going to do it in the future and we're going to improve the process on how we picked all the, the cars. But uh, we just wanted to have fun. And the, the idea of, of pitting a Ford against Ford and Ford versus Ferrari and that whole concept just coalesced over the last week. And so we started with more than 100 Fords. And I was at the Henry Ford Museum today and I saw sweepstakes, the very first race car. And I was dang, we didn't put that one in. <laughs> Mind blown. I'll have to get that in next year. So we started with 100 and then we had a team of seven to 10 executives, not executives, PR people who voted. And we took the votes on those top 64 cars and then began the arduous process of ranking them, you know, one through 64. And how do you do that? And, and you know, are you mean to the poor Pinto? Where do you put it? And we, we just had fun. And so for the past two nights, I don't know how I ended up with it, but I ended up with the job of seating all the cars. And that was where it got fun. So putting it, you know, the, the selection committee will never tell you how or why they're sending poor Baylor to whatever region they're going to, or, you know, but I'll tell you why. <laughs> Because I thought it'd be hilarious to put the flex up against the Edsel. Let's put the two oddballs in the same region. So uh, they, they're an eight seed and a nine seed. And we had to protect the Model T. Right, right. You put them as uh, Model T is number one. One C, yep. C. Yeah. <laughs> Not just the one C, but the overall one seed. Although, frankly, I think it's going to get an upset special because I don't think you're going to have too many uh, Model T fans. But you never can tell. Ooh. And okay. then the... The, must, the 64 and a half, the original Mustang is our other yes. number one seed. I'm such a Mustang fan. I, I was just cheering when I saw that on there. It, it Well, I had the CEO of the company had, had me add two more Mustangs yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Ted, you left off the 2020 GT 500. How can you do that? I'm like, okay, now I'll add it. Yeah, I saw that you, you have that one on there as well. So. <laughs> Our other number one seat is a 75 F-150. So essentially the very first F-150. And the final number one seat is the 2024 GT, the car that everybody in the world wants and you can't get it and you have to. So those are the four seats. And after that, it just gets fun. Where, where do you put the Lincoln uh, Continental? Where do you put the Thunderbird? Where do you put all the, all the fantastic cars that Ford has built over the years? Well, I can imagine there were a lot of arguments over which cars to even include since you started with 100 cars. Because you guys, I mean, this is your job. This is your life. You know all the Ford vehicles. So I can imagine it got pretty heated at points. It did get heated. And last night when I had to add in the car for... Uh... Uh, for Mr. Farley, I had to cut the excursion. So the poor excursion is now on the out. He's on the bubble looking in. Oh. And, <laughs> but but the other thing too, and and I'm I'm having fun, and we had fun. We also want, we're a global company with a global presence. And if our friends from Ford of England and our enthusiasts start voting, I think you're going to see some upsets because I've got the transit up against a, a pretty tough customer, and the transit in the U.S. is not. You know, we, we like it. Everybody knows the transit, but in England, it's an icon. It is an icon. The, the very first transit actually sits in the Ford of Britain Museum as an example of, of Ford ingenuity and know-how. And I've got it up against the Bronco, too. So I think our poor Bronco, too, may, may be in for an upset if our, if our <laughs> European friends start getting in and voting heavily as well. Wow. Now, OK, let's go ahead and just start about how um, everyone can participate in this. Right. So uh, follow at Ford on Twitter and you're going to start seeing a tweet and that tweet 
uh, and follow Jim Farley because he's been retweeting it as well. Uh, he is, it's going to take you to a microsite, just like all the other bracket uh, building sites. And so for the first two rounds, it's going to take place exclusively in that microsite. So you're going to go and you're going to click on that. If, you, if you're a Bronco 2 uh, aficionado, which one of my best friends is, I'm sure he's going to defend the honor of the, of the Bronco 2 against in transit. You're going to click on that. We're going to have beautiful pictures of the car. So you'll click on the transit and then at the end of the first round, which in our particular case will be Saturday, the winners will move forward and then the whole voting thing happens again on Sunday, at which point the round of 32 will be over and we'll be down to the sweet 16 on Monday once those votes are tabulated. So if, if I decide to participate, um, I can join at any time? You can join at any time, and uh, the voting window is going to be open for 36 hours for each bracket. We're not trying to imitate the the the, uh, uh, the NCAA tournament. It is the NCAA tournament. I've got three brackets spread around me that I'm and my poor Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets got seated number nine in the Midwest region, the toughest region. So, you know, we're not trying to imitate. We're just trying to have fun and let our fans and enthusiasts get in and, and choose. So. Each round uh, will be open for 36 hours uh, on this microsite. And then the change will come on the Sweet 16. On the Sweet 16, it'll take place entirely in the Twitter platform. So you'll want to be following at Ford. And so let's just say that our supercar, the 2020 Ford GT, manages to beat the cargo, which it will, and manages to beat the 1917 Model TT, which it will. It will be going against the 2005 Mustang. And that'll take place in the Sweet 16 round. And that's where it gets interesting. When your icon and your favorite goes against another one of your favorites, oh my goodness, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> so is, are there, I mean, besides being a lot of fun, is there any prize involved? The prize of knowing that you picked the car that won it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about prizes we talked about doing prizes, but honestly, uh, with this first maiden effort, it was just it was hard enough to get the the plane in the air uh, or, or get the car going around the track. I'm use an appropriate analogy to worry about who came in on the finish line. Uh, but if we do it in the future, I've actually had a bunch of great. Why don't we get media participants like yourself to help us winnow it down from the hundred cars to the sixty four and and help us with the seating and and get some outside commentary. Uh, because we're just uh, when you curse the the four the poor Ford executive that that made the stupid decision, well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want that much responsibility next year. I just want to have fun and let you know what let's pretend that the uh, the twenty uh, the twenty twenty Mustang GT five hundred doesn't make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Well, then those Mustang fans are going to have to get revenge next year and get that car pushed back over the finish line. Well, maybe in the future, uh, the prize can be swag, you know, for the winner. I, we are good at producing swag that has logos. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Perfect. Because if the Mustang wins, I want Mustang swag. <laughs> I'm 100% I'm with you. And in fact, usually I'm wearing my Mustang swag is that, or my Bronco swag. That's my, and since I did all the media stuff with the new Bronco, I've got all this great, cool Bronco stuff that, uh, uh, I love to wear as well. That was the other interesting one is the Bronco. Oh my goodness. You're going to have to, uh, the Bronco fan is going up against the 49 Ford, which was one of the most famous Fords of all time. But then the Bronco will be, this is original Bronco. It'll be up against the 2021 Mach-E. Let's oh, say Mach-E. So 
I did set, and then if it manages to beat that, it's got the 65 uh, Shelby GT350 waiting for it. So there's oh some good gosh. choices, guys. <laughs> Boy, you are putting the biggest Ford fan clubs up against each other. You really are. You got Bronco Nation against the Mustang fan clubs. It's going to be a brawl. It is. And then you throw in the T-Bird fan club is in there as well. And, and we've got the Lincoln Continental fan, although that's a smaller fan club and much more exclusive in the Lincoln reign. But, you know, that 30, the, the 40 uh, Lincoln Continental is quite a beautiful car. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright called it the most beautiful car ever built. And he actually owned two of them. Uh, so it's a classic. I like that you put the Crown Vic on there because no matter what you do, I think of the Crown Vic as a cop car. I do too. The Crown Vic, uh, the one I had to leave off was near and dear to my heart. The Grand Torino. Oh, didn't make the cut. Oh, no. my brother owned a 1974 lime green grabber lime Grand Torino. And I swear to goodness, the speakers, if you, you turn the car on and the speakers in the trunk would propel it forward. It didn't even need that. <laughs> We just we we had to leave so many classics off, but the Crown Vic was a fun one, and oh, the Grand Marquis was a cut last night too. Oh no, <laughs> this is just too fun. I I feel like um, you know we we should be on a betting show, and you can give us some of the dark horses. If I had to pick a dark horse, I would pick the Pinto, uh, only because for a certain generation they love the Pinto, and it's got the name recognition. I, I, in all honesty, if I'm, if I were a bookmaker, I'm betting money on most of the Mustangs to make it through to the 16, if not the eight, I'm thinking that the F series iteratives, I mean, you've got a Ranger Raptor in there. That's going to go away. So, <laughs> uh, you're going to have the muscle cars and performance cars are, are going to do well, but I, I think the Pinto's going to have a shot and, uh, maybe one of the outliers, maybe one of the UK cars, uh, the Poplar, or the Anglia, any Harry Potter fans, that's what Harry Potter uh, bewitches and flies into the tree. And in England, that's an incredibly popular car. So uh, we may see one of the international ones pop up as well. And Australia, if Australia votes. In the US, the Falcon was sort of a family car. In Australia, it was a performance car. You know, that they raced the Falcons in Australia. And it, it's a cultural icon there. That is too cool. I love that everybody could participate. So I'm assuming there at Ford, you guys have several brackets already filled out. Uh, this was just finalized last night at nine <laughs> o'clock. So we, <laughs> not to say that we were, we did it by the seat of the pants, but uh, was, let's say that we were agile and, and pulling this together in the last week. And the, and the goal is not to denigrate any Ford car. It's to have fun and to let the fans who love Ford cars out there show their passion and have fun. And I hope on Twitter that I get feedback from people going, what, what, why did you do this? Why did you do that? You know, what, how come this car is, is up against this one? And some of the names of this, uh, the, the rounds are pretty interesting. Uh, so we have the uh, 64 Ford is around the 64. Uh, we have the 38 valve is the round of 32. Uh, we have the, 1.6 liter, 16 liter engine is around a 16. Uh, the V8, you got to have the V8. Yeah. And then we got four on the floor. Uh, four on the floor is the round of four. And then the winner is the uh, sweepstakes round because Ford's very first uh, racing car in the world was called sweepstakes. Uh, you guys have put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> we're we're car people, and 
car people love cars. And when I left the flex off the list, Jennifer Flake uh, was one of my bosses. And she's like, you're not leaving the flex off the, the list. <laughs> it's right back on there. So the, there were some pretty heated discussions. Uh, uh, there was no cigar filled smoke room, uh, but there were pretty <laughs> heated Zoom calls as we uh, uh, got our list from 100 down to 64. And then we ranked them uh, within that. <laughs> that is just too fun. And it's only going to be on Twitter, right? We can't go to your website and check it out? Correct. It's going to be on Twitter. So you need to follow at Ford uh, or follow uh, Jim Farley, our CEO. Uh, I believe he's at Jim Farley. And then uh, when we tweet out the link, live link tomorrow, it'll go out a couple of times. That'll take you to the microsite uh, for the first two rounds. And then after that, it's only on Twitter. Uh, so it, that little Twitter poll feature. So those cars will be there and you'll be able to vote. That'll be when the, when the voting is, is uh, pretty laborious or, or pretty, pretty interesting rather for, for lack of a better term, because the, the, it'll be winners on winners and the, the names that you're going to see be disappearing are going to be scary. Oh, well, and I like that you already have the mascots built in and the cheerleaders built in because you have all the fan clubs already. Uh, we did. I, re I reached out to the guy that, that is our liaison with all the enthusiast fan club. So they should be getting uh, a communication in their inbox uh, pretty soon, if not today, tomorrow, when the when the link is live to, to go support their cars. Uh, and this is happening internationally, too. The, the Ford of England crew, uh, they've got their transit uh, folks uh, going bonkers to get the transit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, well, other, the other dark horse yeah. is the 1974 Mustang, too. Oh. I just for what it's going up against the 55 Thunderbird and I'm I'm thinking that it might take down the Thunderbird and if it beats that it's got the Lincoln Town Car or the uh, 1960 XK Falcon so I think the Town Car will probably win uh, but we might have an upset with the Mustang too. Oh my goodness yeah it sounds like I, this is just going to be too much fun with people voting. And I love that you took it international. So that way, you know, there's cars that, you know, we don't always get to see here in the U.S. And so now I have the chance to actually see the pictures and see how it's used in other countries. Right. And, you know, the Fiesta in the U.S. is, eh, but the Fiesta in England, oh my gosh, the Fiesta RS is a rally car. And it is the one that they soup up and it is done in road rallies. Uh, with the Falcon, with the pictures you'll see from Australia, you're going to see cars. It's like, wow, that, that's a sports car. And it's the lowly Falcon in the U.S. And uh, although I've got to give the Falcon some credit, we wouldn't have the Mustang if it weren't for the Falcon. And uh, the Mustang was actually in the early days called the Special Falcon Project. And initially it was just going to be a sportier version of the Falcon. And then we uh, thankfully we eventually got the Mustang out of it. I think you're going to have to make sure your archives are ready to rock and roll because there's going to be a lot of people going, wait a minute, who could have voted for the Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. And I'm excited to see the outcome. And I hope that people take it in the spirit that we wanted, which is fun. Have fun with your favorite forts. And uh, something, uh, something a little bit out of the blue, something out of the ordinary uh, to engage our enthusiasts and our public. Now, I know you've gone through that. It's not exactly matching the basketball brackets, but when will we be down to the final four and then the championship? Uh, it'll follow pretty much the same timeline. Uh, so this weekend, by the end of this weekend, we'll be down to 16 cars. I say weekend. We're actually going to go over until Monday uh, because we want to leave the window open longer because it's international voting. So it didn't feel right to just do 12 hour, 12 hours. So, uh, but then next uh, Friday and Saturday, when the game started for the Sweet 16, we'll we'll start the contest again 
and that'll be on Twitter. And then we're, I think we're going to wait until after the championship game to do the final uh, Ford on Ford, uh, which if I'm a betting man, I'm betting that it's going to be the 60 and a half uh, Mustang, 64 and a half Mustang versus the 2024 GT. Oh, so that's where you're putting your money. If I were, if I were guessing, I'm going to guess the supercar versus the historic uh, nostalgia car that everybody loves. We may get some hot rods in there that the, both the GT350 or the GT500 over the 64 and a half Mustang, but I think there's going to be enough people that when they see the sentimental photo of the convertible Wimbledon white 1964 and a half Mustang, they're going to go, oh, that's the car for me. <laughs> now, just like, you know, the basketball bracket, sometimes people just participate for fun and they only choose the games by, I don't know, color or mascot or whose coach is hot, you know, something like that. Do you have any advice for people that just want to play and maybe not know all the cars? Just look at the pictures. That's what uh, one of my staffers was like, I am totally not the the demographic for this. Ted, I don't care because I had her <laughs> filling in the bracket yesterday as a test and she went by color of car. <laughs> <laughs> You got it for all the red ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, I can see also people going for, you know, engines as well. <laughs> I, I do think that a lot of people are going to see the words GT or they're going to see the name Shelby and or they're going to see the picture of the Mustang. I think Mustangs are going to dominate, uh, which if you think about it, the F-150 is the lifeblood of the Ford Motor Company. It's the best selling truck for 44 years straight. And it's what we do better than anything in the world. But I suspect that our poor F-150 isn't going to make the finals. I'd be surprised if it makes a lead eight. Oh, my goodness. Now, when you when you post uh, who moves forward, are you going to show the results of the previous game so they can see how much, you know, they lost by vote? We are. Yes. Yeah. So you'll be able to see at the end of each round, you're going to be able to see what car lost and what percentage it lost by and as they move forward. Uh, <laughs> So we were keeping track of it like that. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, that's, that's always one of my frustrations with the bracket is half the time I fill in five and I never can remember who I picked in each one. And it's like, am I in this bracket or out of this bracket? So we wanted to make it so that uh, people that uh, were into it would, would be able to fill in the brackets and keep track with it over time. I just think that is going to be a lot of fun. Again, it's only on Twitter. So you have to look for it on Twitter. Correct. And yeah. And so uh, that is just going to be a lot of fun for everyone to participate in. Is there, is, is there anything else you'd like to add, Ted? Did I forget anything? No, it's just this is going to the, the spirit of this is to have fun and to let people uh, get to see cars from around the world and get to choose their favorite cars. And when it gets to the rounds of 16, I think people are going to have tough choices. Uh, I know I'm going to have tough choices, just like I had. Uh, when I agonized leaving off the Grand Torino and the uh, Grand Marquis and the excursion and then realizing later, shoot, if I had done the uh, if I had done sweepstakes, I had to remove another one. <laughs> but, so enjoy it. Have fun. And if anybody has ideas for how to do it better in the future, reply back on on at Twitter to at Ford or uh, at Ted Ryan 64 me. And I'll see if I can incorporate in changes in, into the future. <laughs> Well, best of luck. And I can't wait to see how many people participate because I really think those fan clubs are going to go nuts. <laughs> I think they are too. The Mustang club is 50,000 strong. So look for Mustangs to dominate. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a, I'm a card carrying member of the Mustang club of America. And my uh, photo that I use most often when I give internal speeches at Ford is me and my dad with his 1966 Mustang and me and my boys with my 2021 Mustang. So uh, 
<laughs> now they're not going to say you're biased, are they? No, 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 no. I did the rankings and I gave the model to the F fifty favorable brackets, but uh, uh, there's a lot of Mustangs in there. <laughs> well, what's best about this bracket is we're not going to have to worry about COVID taking any of the teams out. No, that is true. <laughs> I think that the, these brackets are COVID safe. And uh, uh, honestly, I don't think something like this would happen in a non-COVID atmosphere. I think it was the fact that we're all on calls all day and everybody's trying to come up with ideas of have, how to have fun. And this started as a way for us to have fun internally. And then it's like, wait, we can do this externally. We can let everybody participate. If you're a car person at all, even if you're a Chevy guy, a Chevy person, you know, this is just fun. I'd love to go and do, do brackets with Chevy and do the Chevys over the years, too. I'd, I'd have some fun with that. Well, you know, I think if I was a fan of, of another manufacturer, I would go in just to ruin the bracket. You know, <laughs> pick all the dark horses. <laughs> no, and we, we've, we've joked about people getting in and, and pushing the Pinto or, or you know, somebody coming in to try to troll and take out one of our favorites early on. But, you know, whatever happens, happens. And that's it's life and it's fun. And that that's the beauty of sports is that sports is unscripted. And this is unscripted. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we put 64 of our babies out for the public to vote on. Uh, they picked the ugly babies. Well, we'll have to live with that. <laughs> I can't believe you just called some of them ugly babies. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Pinto. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, Ted, it has been so fun to talk to you. Thanks again to Ted Ryan for being on Driving in Heels. Every week, I talk directly to the manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight fact from the automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Driving in Heels. There'll be more next week when Laura Reynolds talks directly to the manufacturers about the cars you love and the cars you want to know more about on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.